T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. One of the voices of the Boston Red Sox on the Shaws and Star Market, WEEI Red Sox Network. Will Fleming is with us. Mr. Fleming, good morning. Uh, morning to you guys. You know, I actually I find Kauffman Stadium to be sort of charming, actually. I mean, they pumped a lot of money into it, and it, it's, it, I, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, it's certainly not modern uh, or, or cutting edge or anything, but that sort of fits the vibe of this city. You know? You're just a sure. sucker for old ballparks, yeah, aren't yeah. you? I am. I am. Yeah, my, the old soul in me loves it. I love all the Quisenberry references, by the way. But, yeah, we're still actually, for all its charms, how the heck do you not have the ground rules obvious about what, what's going on on foul poles? I mean, it's just you can't find the rule anywhere. Nobody knows what the deal is. Fair, foul, home run, double. Uh, they got to fix that out, out in the outfield, the bases of these poles. But, you know, I heard you guys say it, and it's so true. That swing is not the reason they lost the game. I mean, uh, there were a lot of other things that went into it, but uh, you still, that was just crazy that no one has a definitive answer for what the rule is on, on where that ball hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, because I, I don't like the cookie-cutter park that just has, like, a perfect semicircle in the outfield. But then if you do have sort of an oddly-shaped park, you're going to run into some of the rule issues at times or, or call issues. But, Will, uh, Gresh and I kind of uh, were, were talking about the decision to go with Hernandez and not Whitlock in the spot last night. I actually don't mind it, but I'm coming at it as a team that, like, they're out of it. I don't think they have a chance to be a playoff team. So in a close game, I'm all for seeing what Hernandez can do in a tough spot because, yes, you are still trying to win the game, but you also maybe want to see what a 25-year-old can do. Where do you come down on, on that decision last night? I definitely don't think that's the logic behind the decision at all. I, I think that they thought there were two lefties starting with the nine-hole hitter, um, and they they traded Jake Diekman. Matt Strom is hurt, and Austin Davis had pitched a bunch. So they felt like, we want a lefty in this spot, and he just didn't do it. Um, the one thing I would say is, you, you know, you do have Garrett Whitlock up there. Uh, he's ready to go. It's a tie game. So, you know, you could argue that maybe he'd be in there in that spot. I think they they just they realize you can't chase every single game, and you can't lean on only three guys in the bullpen, and Alex Cora has said as much. He said it last night, and I totally agree with him. Um, the one that made me, uh, you know, was interesting is once, once they've scored the run, you know, and it's 4-3, and Darwinson clearly does not have it at all, uh, here comes Salvador Perez, and I thought that could have been a spot to get him out of the game. Um, you know, you could argue you're trailing already, so you know you don't want to burn yet another arm. But I, we said it at the time. We said it before it happened. 
uh, it was a real risk to let Darwinson face Perez in that spot, and clearly uh, it did not work out. Yeah, I wanted Whitlock, obviously, because, you know, you're behind in the standings, and I understand the logic of the lefty-lefty and all that. And at least, Will, you kind of middled it. That would have made sense is that if you would have maybe then turned to Whitlock in a spot like that to be able to make sure it didn't get out of hand because, look, if Garrett Whitlock ain't going to be the closer and he ain't going to be a starter – then to me, he better get a bunch of those situations where it's the important. We always hear it, you know, hey, the most important ounce are always at the end of the game. That's to me where I want to see a guy like uh, Whitlock. And then that's where, you know, again, Alex Cora, look, you're the manager. You're not rolling the dice. He had some logic, but don't, uh, to me, if, if, if the front office is saying that you're in it and you're saying that you're in it, don't you have to manage like you're in it and that the wins really matter? Well, I think he does. I mean, I definitely think he does. He wants to win every single one of these games, and he did it in Houston that way. They really pushed for it with Schreiber and Whitlock and Houck uh, in a lot of tight spots earlier in games than usual. So I, I do think he's managing uh, to win these games, and, and that was just one decision uh, that really didn't work out. And, and he has a lot of faith in Darwinson because we've seen from him that when he's on, it can be really good, and they, they just decided to, to see if that was the, the guy they had right now. And, again, they wanted the lefty. It didn't work out, but, uh, you know, I think on balance, Alex has managed aggressively, uh, and he's managed the bullpen as well as humanly possible. Um, the, the problem is they just don't have enough out there. And, and they talked about how they tried to make those deals at the deadline, and, I, and you know, you take them at their word. They did that, and, and I think the price maybe was too much for what they were take, what they wanted to do, but – that means now for five months the price has been too high to get a bullpen that's dependable because I just, you know, for me, all, we, we, we wring our hands about all these different things that have gone on and, and uh, what, what has or hasn't uh, happened in this season. The bullpen just has not been steady enough at all, and they, did, they have not when given multiple chances to do it, they haven't addressed it, period. And, and in the preseason, they didn't do it. In spring training, uh, in the first two months of the season, uh, it's hard for me to believe there wasn't somebody uh, that you could ship your 23rd prospect and go get a reliable bullpen arm. I just, that, that, to me, is the story of this season in a lot of ways, uh, that, that they just have not, they have not found a way to get enough arms in the bullpen that you can count on in a big spot. What is your confidence level in Heim Bloom to eventually turn this into a World Series winning team? Well, I think that I've, I, I have a lot of faith in Heim's ability to make good baseball decisions, uh, and he's, I've had enough conversations with him to know that he's, he is absolutely in control of what's going on, and I, I think he he's, can be the right guy to do this. Uh, I think there has to be an adjustment period of, of what's going on in Boston. Um, and the, the demands of our market and uh, the, the need for some, a little bit more certainty. Um, and I think the fact that he you know, hurried to, to Houston uh, to talk to the team after hearing some of the things that Xander said uh, is an indication that um, he, he realized that this club uh, you know, needed to hear from him, and I'm glad he did that. Because the one thing that I would say that, that I you know, reflect on a little bit with this group, uh, one thing that, that – stands out to me that worries me a little bit is that um, on this particular team, you're running the danger of, of angering uh, and saddening your best players and best people. Um, because Christian Vasquez, you know, they got a good return. They like the kids they got back. He's beloved in that room, beloved um, by the manager, by your best player, or your longest tenured steady players, Andrew Bogarts, Rafi loves him. They all 
adore Christian Vasquez. Um, you know, we've heard the rumors about the contract offer to Xander and how that disappointed him. Uh, same story with Rafi Devers. So I just, you know, the, the, that's my number one concern, big picture, uh, is that you take care of the, your best people. Um, and, and, and right now, um, you know, that, that, that side of it, is not handled totally. Uh, so we'll see how this offseason plays out. Um, I think it's an enormously important offseason to get a little bit more certainty, to lock up some of these long-term key players for you, um, and then to you know take the next step in the direction of what the overall plan and architecture is to build, as you say, a consistent World Series winner. One of the voices of the Boston Red Sox here in WEI, Will Fleming, is with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Uh, you have been with this team from when they took off on Sunday to head to Houston and now in Kansas City, and it has been a week of emotion. Kind of walk us through what you saw, heard, and felt from this group this week. Um, well, the, the trade deadline day as Vasquez is being traded to the Astros while he's taking batting practice in Houston was one of the most bizarre scenes I've ever been a part of. And, you know, we later learned that he heard about it before batting practice and that he knew uh, and that he wanted to hit with his friends one more time, which tells you a lot about, you know, where his mind and heart are, by the way. Um, it, it was, I was standing right there, and I had, you just had this sense that that day, you know, it was the last hour leading up to it. You just thought, something could happen here. And so I wanted to be right by him, right by Christian as that was transpiring. And he had this totally different look on his face where it was just almost, um, it was raw emotion. He looked shell shocked. Um, and he just sort of like looking around the whole field. And then he went out and spent time with Sander Bogarts. Um, and then, you know, the, the wildest part of all of it was that then, as the cameras all started to train on Christian and then the writers and, and, and TV folks descend on him, then Red Sox players are asking me what has happened because I've seen the reports by that time. You know, these guys aren't on their phones looking at Twitter. Uh, and so I told like six or seven guys, Christian has been traded here. And th- none of them could believe it. Um, and, and, you know, as I said, chief amongst them is Xander, who is his best buddy on the team. Those two, you know, everybody knows that Rafi and Xander are, are, are close, but that's a different kind of relationship. You know, they're different in age. They, they, they just are different people. If you're on the road with this team every single day, you look around and Xander and, and Christian were together. Uh, you know, they were going to lunch together. They're, they're, they're doing stuff on off days together. Um, and so there, it's not an accident that Xander was the one to speak up, speak out about. You know, he didn't know what that means for the for the direction of this season and this team. Um, I, J.D. Martinez to look me in the eye and said he was stunned to still be here. So you know that just gives you an indication that they're, 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 this club has just felt this cloud of uncertainty hanging over it. Um, and you know they, I think maybe rightly decided that you know this is not the kind of team where we are in the standings what we still need that you can just shove all in like and go get josh bell or you know three bullpen arms and a starting pitcher because then because of where you are that that probably would have required that you empty out the farm system uh with no guarantees of what happens this year 
But as I've said all year, it's kind of a chicken and an egg problem. Like you, this is the team that you built to put in that situation. So um, it's just a, it's a very difficult spot. But I think that uh, at this very moment, um, I do think Eric Cosmer and Tommy Pham can give him a lift and give some energy in the clubhouse. But I'd be lying to you guys if I didn't say that just being around them, uh, it's a pretty raw time. And I was impressed by what they did in Houston. Those two wins were great against what I think is the best team in baseball. Um, and you can still say ifs and buts and all those things with all these guys getting back. If Kike comes back and if Waka and Hill and all these people come back and you get healthy and story, you could make a run. But I do think this is, a, this is an important time this weekend and this next week because uh, now you're four games back and it's time to really make a push uh, or, or things could get uh, out of control pretty quickly, I think. I still think it's crazy that Heim Bloom or at least one member of the front office wasn't in Houston during the deadline. But I guess, Will, you were there, so you could tell the players who got traded. So at least they got that. Maybe you should uh, ask for a raise or, or, or maybe a, a front office credit or, you're, or you're something. Be, you're becoming the Turk <laughs> like not, in the NFL. Uh, uh, now, do you think we talked about Bogarts last week? And uh, last week when we talked, he had already said he had been told he wasn't going anywhere. I'm curious now yeah. on JD Martinez and Nathan Avaldi. By not trading those guys, do they need to be much more aggressive in re-signing them, or otherwise you're going to have two guys walk away for nothing? I think most definitely each of them will get a qualifying offer. You know, which is a one-year offer somewhere around 19 million dollars or so. Um, and I think that's part of the calculus that the Red Sox went through uh, at this deadline. And I don't disagree with the overall approach, by the way, because um, this team could go in one of a couple different directions. We all understand that, given where they are in the standings. Um, and I don't think it's insane to say, we got these guys on expiring contracts. They, they have an opportunity to walk next year. Let's see whether some other teams are desperate to get them and will make us an offer that's just ridiculous, which, by the way, would have included real good major league players right now and prospects. And, and if you told me that, you know, on Thursday you wake up and J.D. and Evaldi are gone, as much as that would have hurt, but you have four regular major league players and three or four high-end prospects, well, those would have been good deals to make. But they, that, those didn't materialize, and so the Red Sox keep those guys in the fold, which I think is very good for this season and for the clubhouse. And then they will, at the very minimum, offer them that qualifying offer, which means if they don't accept it and they go elsewhere, the Red Sox get a pretty nice you know, return in a, in a compensatory draft pick. So um, I, it, it'll be interesting to see how the, those both play out because I know Nate desperately wants to be here. He loves Boston, uh, and I think the Red Sox will be very interested in keeping him around. And then the J.D. market will be fascinating to me um, because he's a Boris guy, the history, the track record. Uh, I think these are a, a couple very important months for J.D. from now to the end of the season, and, and that will dictate you know, just how big the market is for him because um, he, he, he's had some moments, but uh, this is not the normal J.D. Martinez uh, that we're seeing. He can get hot, and if he does, that'll change everything. But I'm fascinated to see what the actual market looks like for him. All right, so let's wrap this up. You're in Kansas City, one of the hotbeds of barbecue. Do you dare venture yeah. to, like, Joe's or Arthur Bryant's? Do you make a trip to be able to get some barbecue, or do they haul that stuff into the booth for you? 
No, I'm, 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 what, who, who do you think I am? People bring barbecue to me? No. You're uh, with Joe. I, 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 get, the Joe yeah, the, get the Joe runoff. Yeah, the Joe runoff. <laughs> exactly. A it's a great point. Uh, Joe doesn't love barbecue, which makes you question a lot of things, doesn't it? But well, I, I, he, like, listen, he'll, going... he'll never be as odd as Brian Barrett, so we, <laughs> we can cut him slack. <laughs> Brian Barrett doesn't like music, but that's a story for another day. Uh, I'm going to the Negro League Museum here in about 20 minutes, and that's like right down the street from Arthur Bryant's. There you go. So I will be there getting the burnt ends and the lean brisket today. And then I've heard I have to go to Joe's. I've never been there, but I'm going to be there tomorrow. And then uh, I've heard there's another place called Q39 that apparently is to die for. So I, I it went in Rome is my philosophy, and I will be I'm going to hit all these places. And I, next week when we speak, I'll give you the ratings of of uh, all those spots. I like it. Those are things that do help people whenever they go into these uh, uh, other cities. Will Fleming, a part of the Shaw's and Star Market WEEI Red Sox Network. Will, thanks for the intel, friend. Enjoy the BBQ. I will. You guys be well. All right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.